Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise from the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And we have for you today, episode 244, on a very important topic. It's around lead generation and it's about cold emailing. Now, this came to light because, um, like many, the world went upside down in, uh, in March this year. We were meant to run an event with our Superfast Circle members, which obviously got um, cancelled. And instead, we went online and we delivered it online. And one of the modules that we went through, one of the particular presentations, was the ultimate guide to email. And we did a real deep dive for, I think, probably about half a day on email marketing. And one of the uh, topics that we covered was cold emailing. Amazingly, this is a really super duper strategy that is working just as well today as it always has. So I want to go do a dive for you into how you can get started in bringing in more client leads through cold emailing. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there everyone and welcome to today's podcast which is all about cold emailing. Hope you and yours are well in our crazy world of 2020. It does amuse me that I'll probably go back and listen to some of these in a couple of years' time and think, yes, I remember how strange it was. Um, well, uh, our holidays went up um, up to the left, as they say, and uh, well, actually probably up to the left and right a little bit at the moment because we're going up to Scotland for, for a week next week. There'll still be a podcast because I'm, I'm recording everything a, ahead of time. A um, bit different to Miami, but there you go. <laughs> Life changes, doesn't it? Um, but anyway, so we're, we're looking forward to a lovely week in Scotland, a bit of you know, looking at maybe some different four walls, might be a tad different. Um, but anyway, if you're new here, welcome. Really pleased that you've eventually found us. Um, if you would like to read the transcription of this podcast, what 95% of all our podcasts have full transcription, excuse any rogue typos, because with the magic of AI, it spits it out for us and we put it onto the, uh, onto the website for you. Um, and also, um, earlier this year, we wrote a report around uh, uh, marketing trends in the recruitment sector. And ironically, we hit the nail right on the head and the report is probably even more valid now than it was then. So if you would like a copy of the Marketing Trends Report, then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk and uh, forward slash uh, type in MTR. That's superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash MTR. Just pop your name and email address in and um, sometimes you know emails are like it might end up in your spam or your your other or whatever else you've got non-promotional items in gmail go and check it out and you'll find it. it's from me and it's from support at superfast recruitment so so head over there and do that so enough of that 
let's get into the subject of today's uh, podcast. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier on in the introduction, um, the reason I decided to actually do this particular podcast is it's so cold emailing isn't the sexiest thing. It isn't the sexiest marketing strategy in our super duper duper hyper-connected world. And yet it continues to work every time that it's used. And I think especially at the moment, if you want more recruitment client leads, which I am um, imagining many of you do. So it's a timeless marketing strategy. And in fact, it was the first real marketing strategy that we ever used apart from obviously picking up the phone because we both have a a really strong sales background Um, and um, we managed to get hold of something like I think it was 23 email addresses of recruitment business owners and we actually sent them out through our (laughs) through Outlook this is before you know um, all the email software now that you can use and automate and we sent out um, I think two or three emails out through uh, through Outlook and we drumroll got a client our first recruitment client actually it was our second recruitment client there's a, another story behind that one um, and, and when you think about that that actually aligns perfectly with the buy-in cycle and how it all works I'll um, I'll come on to talking a little bit more about the buy cycle um, uh, a bit later on in this uh, in this podcast and um, so that's how we started we then went on we purchased another database as we started to build our presence in the market and uh, and, and obviously you know you found our podcast um, you probably will have downloaded reports of ours so we started to build our database um, that way as well so that worked for us um, and I have written about this many times before, but I, I wanted to really sort of nail it again for you today because I think there's so many of you out there that are looking at, you know, how can I get um, some additional leads? I want to move into another sub-vertical. What can I do? Where can I start? And this is a great strategy to be able to do that. And of course, now <laughs> we are sort of 12, 13 years later, technology has exploded and opportunity has exploded and there's, there's easy ways to do things. So I've got five things that I want to actually share with you today, um, which, which, which pull us all the way through from, from starting to the, to the end. But the first thing I want to talk about is GDPR. For those of you in the UK, you will know about GDPR. It happened actually just over two years ago um, where we had to make sure we had clean data and we weren't sending out spammy e- emails and all this sort of thing. Um, and many people still get really, really concerned about it. Obviously, GDPR has yet to to hit other areas of the world. I know we have a lot of people that listen to this podcast over in Oz and in the States and across Europe. So depending where you are, GDPR may not be a thing for you. But here it is. So it's still live in the UK. And so it's vital we consider how we email. Now, the good news is that when it comes to sending an email to a potential new client, there is a clause that states that we can send an email that has legitimate interest, of which obviously marketing is legitimate interest. You are um, contacting a potential client of yours um, with with how your products and services just might help them. Now, the ICO website has all this this listed in, in detail, and I'll actually do a screen grab and I'll drop a link to it too, so you've got that. Um, so basically... 
you can send business to business emails and you must send them um, to uh, to individuals with a company email address. So if you wanted to send me uh, uh, an email, you would send it to denise at superfastrecruitment.co.uk. You would send it to Sharon at superfastrecruitment. You can't send it to Sharon Newey. Um, 1966 at gmail.com um, because that is a, a perception that that isn't a business email and that's where you will fall foul of GDPR. Um, the other thing, uh, of course, that you must do in the emails that you send out, this is just a bit of a health check, you must always have an unsubscribe link so that if someone decides, you know what, I don't want to receive emails from John or Joanna um, uh, you have to give them an option to be able to what's called opt out and unsubscribe. Um, do that and you're almost good to go. The other thing I would suggest is that you also use a company email address. So, you know, it may be Sharon at superfastrecruitment.co.uk or Sharon at superfastrecruitment.net because we have different uh, domain names rather than Sharon Newey 1966 at gmail.com. It doesn't look professional. Um, and I don't think it helps you at all in, in the impact that you create with the people that open those emails, which I'm going to come on to um, in, in a second. So that's really sort of like a health check that, yes, it's okay to send emails, um, make sure you are communicating to a business email address from a business email address, and you have an unsubscribe link, and then really you are good to go in sending out emails. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is databases, in other words, the emails you can send to and the software you might use. So like any good marketing strategy, any campaign that you create, you need a, a set of ingredients before you deploy what you're going to do. So first thing is you will need some emails um, and some form of email marketing software to distribute them. Um, now, you can find multiple options here online, and I'm a bit reticent to, because the market is changing so fast, I could share um, in detail everything here, um, and it will change, because there'll be new options, better options, things are changing so fast with, with the way that, you know, AI is developing and SaaS is developing. However, um, what I would suggest that you do is just try Googling best email marketing software for cold emailing, and you will find uh, many options there. I think currently, I'm going to give you some names, but currently things like Woodpecker, um, Smart Reach, Mailshake are popular options at the moment. There are other options out there too, but if you just Google it and you'll find um, whatever lands on the first or second page of Google, you might want to go and just check it out and go and have a look at the reviews and, uh, and, and really sort of take it from there. So when it comes to emails, actually getting the emails, there's many things you can do. So um, I think when we, when we got our 23 emails, we just went and looked <laughs> online and, and scraped them ourselves. Um, we've always been, you know, go for it type of people. And, you know, if you just sort of roll your sleeves up, it's amazing what you can do. Um, but nowadays, you can do them in different ways. A, you can find them yourself, obviously. Um, you probably won't be able to do that at scale. It's going to take you a long time. Um, you can use a scraping tool 
and a scraping tool will go out. They're normally bots that will go out and actually pull the data in for you. And again, there's many of those on the market. Um, you can outsource through a platform like Fiverr. And I'll drop a link because we do use Fiverr for voiceovers and, and you know, logos and various bits and pieces that we might need, a bit of design work. Um, so we have a, a, a code um, if you're interested in using something like Fiverr, then uh, I'll, I'll drop a link and you can, I think you get 20% off your first um, uh, order. Um, but Fiverr is somewhere where you can probably find someone to actually do um, a good search on emails for you so you can give them some criteria i'm going to come on to that in the next uh, in the next section here about the type of person the type of individual you want it might cost you a little bit more and um it will be a much more comprehensive and and detailed list and obviously there are email um, suppliers as well. You can go to a database house and, and buy emails. Uh, many of these guys are very good. They work with the Direct Marketing Association. You will, you know, the the the, the emails will be clean. You will pay a lot more for them. But again, you can uh, you can also do that. And then there are some software platforms out there that uh, that get emails and will actually automate the process for you. And they are a little bit more expensive. Some of them are a lot more expensive. And again, that might be an option for you uh, too. So the next thing I want to talk to you about is some secret cold emailing ingredients that many people don't appreciate and forget about. And I've alluded to it just before, which is um, make sure that your emails are hyper-targeted for your ideal company and client avatars. So when you do this, you will always get a much better response. I suspect, if you're anything like me, and I suspect you are a little bit, um, that you will open an email, say you've had a cold email from someone, you will open it if it's written well, it comes from a proper email address, and it's targeted to you and what you do. Now, obviously, things can go incredibly wrong, <laughs> when, depending on how you've written the email. I'll come on to how you can do that in a different way in a second. But if you think about that, um, if you if you have a much more targeted response, so if you are, um, you know, thinking about, you know, how how does this work for me? So let me give you an example. So let's just say your sweet spot is SMEs, and um, not just any SME, but it's an uh, an SME in the manufacturing sector that's um, you know turning over anywhere between say one and three million, and they don't have an internal recruit. Now, that's a very different organization compared to SMEs. So you can see that you can start to get really targeted. And maybe that, you know, your avatar, so your business persona, so the ideal person in that organization that you work with that buys your recruiting services is an operations director. They're probably under 40. And let's just say they have an engineering degree. So that's a lot easier to be able to speak to that person in the way that you write to them. And then you can really connect with them and how you can potentially um, help them. So you might imagine if your criteria was, was much more targeted as an example like this, how different that would be in the results that you'll get. So number three, how do you actually write your email campaigns. Well, first of all, there's a clue here 
in the title. Because <laughs> we're talking about sending an email campaign. Um, and not just the sort of campaign, I don't know if you've ever had emails like this, where you get one email and um, it's pretty random, it's not particularly targeted to you, and then you'll get another email saying, um, you know, I haven't heard back from you, which is, which is, you know, okay at some level, and then you never hear back from them again. Have you never noticed that? They don't keep hassling you, unless they're, um, unless they work for something like Lead Forensics. <laughs> I tell you what, I should employ one of those guys there. They're really on it. But they even they give up after sort of three or four times and they, they've not sort of got through. But, but going back on a serious note, um, you need to think about you are moving somebody from cold to sold. Now, there will be people at a different point of the buyer cycle that let's just say their top performer has just left, um, just handed in their, their resignation. Then suddenly your email drops in. That person is much higher up the bias or lower down, whichever way you, you talk about it, the bias cycle. They are much more likely to convert. They are in that three to seven percent. So, so imagine, um, you know, when, when I shared my story uh, earlier before, um, the, jar, uh, the guy that we actually um, worked with at the time was called Jim. And, uh, you know, Jim was in that, in that position that he actually really, really did need some help straight away at the time. It was a very well-written email, and we still use a very similar format today. We just continue to use it because it works. And, uh, you know, and we started working. Now, he was much higher up the buyer cycle. Later on, a couple more people converted from that original list. Not in the first month or two, but they then converted, you know, probably six, eight months down the line. So you can see how this can still work. Now, I, I shared that story about, about Jim, and it's good to, to understand the data behind this so that you know that, right, okay, this is what I can expect if I do, if I do this. How will it work um, for me? Um, so what happens is, obviously, you may get some conversions, and then over time, you continue to e email these people, and you will uh, hopefully stand a good chance of converting at least some of that other 93% uh, there. So, um, so that's the, the basic premise around the data. But let's just think about what you're actually going to email them with. And uh, what we strongly suggest when you first start emailing people, you want to be able to pull off those people who are ready to act now. Um, but what you want to do is don't send them war and peace, whatever you do. Um, you know, don't send them, a, uh, <laughs> I say, your inside leg measurement about you and your recruitment company and how you provide the most amazing recruitment solutions. Because honestly, it's going to be in the spam filter quicker than you can say, stay alert. For those of you in the UK, you'll know that's very amusing because that's what our government is saying at the moment. Not much else, but I won't get onto my political ranting here. So what you want to be thinking about here is, um, you know, make your, your emails short, make them benefit and results driven. So that when somebody opens a, 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 an email, you know, it could be, you know, your, um, your recruitment process, your recruitment, whatever it, whatever you want to say um, with a question mark. Remember, we've talked about this before. When you're doing headlines, you want to have benefit and curiosity. And then you can talk about how you can help them, not just you have a 24-stage recruitment um, process, um, but, but what, what are the benefits of you having that process? So remember, 
remember, go back to your sales training from back in the day and think about how, how, what's the result that my client wants. So if you ever got a cold email from us, some of you may do, um, you will notice that in a, in a cold email you get from us, we talk about lead generation. We don't talk about the fact that we can write great content for you. We can train you. We have a, a, a training program with 126 uh, videos. We have, um, you know, email marketing templates. We have, um, you know, lead magnets that we create for you because all of those are features. But what we would focus on is what can all of those things do for you and your brand to generate more leads it for, for you in your market. So think about what your version uh, of that would be. We've also talked about, you know, use a user recognized email address because, um, you know, you want to, to come across as a recognized brand. Um, so, you know, if you're using your John Smith 1971 at Gmail, I used the example of Sharon before, then that isn't really going to work because someone is going to want to go and check your website out. So make sure when you are writing your focused um, email campaign that you also have a link to your website so people can go and check you out and think, ah, these actually are real people. And, and ironically, as as I sat down to record this particular um, uh, podcast today, I had an email that dropped in. And this was a cold email, obviously, <laughs> because I'm using this as an example, from a video production company. And uh, I'm, I'm, I thought, oh, all right, I'm going to check them out. Now, he did have um, a proper email address, but I went to check them out and... Um, their website was completely out of date. Um, so note, if you are going to send somebody uh, a cold email, at least make sure that the footer on the bottom of your your website is um, close to the year that you're sending it. This particular individual, now bear in mind, this is a marketing company that, you know, I'm going to say this, <laughs> should know better. Um the, the footer was 2016, so as I'm recording this, it was four years out of date. And the last blog, bear in mind, <laughs> marketing company selling me video marketing services, the last blog wasn't even a video, and it was three years out of date. Now, both of these are no-nos in the industry, and it's it's all about perception, Um much as we might say, oh, well, I don't really care what people think. Well, you really do need to care what people think because it's just literally it's something like that. Well, something mm, they're really quite out of date. They're not for us. Delete. Um, so so think about that as well. Um, you know, don't let that be you in your own individual um, scenario like this. And the final secret source of cold emailing, um, uh, that is that... Cold emailing works incredibly well um, when you use it in conjunction with the phone. So, you know, you send cold emails in a campaign and then you follow up with the phone. It makes a massive, massive difference. Blindingly obvious, I know, and yet a lot of people don't do it. So people think, um, because there is a lot of, there are some, <laughs> there are some individuals out there that give the impression that you know you'll send one email and you'll your inbox will be flooded. Trust me, that might have happened 
um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you'd have got a, a much higher response. Uh, and you will get some level of response, but it will not be 167 leads from a, a webinar where 200 people attended. Really? I wish that happened. I wish that fairy tale magic still happened. It doesn't. You, you still have to follow people up. However, the phone call that you now have is very different because A, if someone has opened your email or clicked a link in your email, there is a chance that they, they, they might have some interest in what you're doing. So remember to always have this um, to, to work with um, uh, you know, a phone strategy as, as well. You know, dial cold emailing in as a consistent strategy and your business potentially uh, might just change overnight. Um, now, what I wanted to mention to you here as well about cold emailing is that, you know, when we talk about Superfast Circle and we have a program and we have a whole module around email marketing and we have some like four or five different emails around uh, cold emailing. We have the email templates that you literally can just copy and paste and use and it covers it step by step. Now, if you are interested in finding out more about Superfast Circle, then uh, drop me an email. Um, you know, when you're on our website, book a call with us. I'll I'll put a link into the transcription of this particular podcast, or just pick up the phone. And uh, you know, if you're inside the UK, dial 01524331. If you're outside, then you need to add the plus four four, or just you know go onto our online calendar because it's all set up for for international calls as well. Um, so cold emailing really really works. Uh, and probably faster than you you might appreciate because you can pull off those people that are ready to uh, to work with you now. So this is Denise saying bye for now. If you enjoy this podcast and you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, then maybe it's time that you check out Superfast Circle. Because as a member of Superfast Circle, we are with you every single step of the way as you start to elevate your marketing to a new level. You get weekly calls, you get an online training uh, platform that you can access anytime, anywhere, on any device. You have events that you can uh, attend. We have a tech genius that can help you with your uh, technology and you also get your marketing collateral provided for you every single month that you are a member of the circle so if you would like to know more then head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk forward slash sfc have a look at what's involved what's included and then book a call with one of us and we can talk you through exactly what the next steps are we'll give you a demonstration of the program and we'll we'll have a conversation about how this can work for you and your recruitment and staffing business so speak to you soon